How did I make you late? Um, because you uh got me hung over this morning. Mm. Oh, were you at Hamilton too? I was. You were? I was, I was. And you're gonna blame Emily for your drinking? I left him yeah. at the bar. What <laughs> what happened after I left? I am not responsible for. It was something called shots. <laughs> Atlanta, come for the southern hospitality, stay for the crunchy tap water. Mm. It's the Whole World Improv Podcast, brought to you by Whole World Improv Theater, Atlanta's original home of improv. Here are your hosts, artistic director Chip Powell, and a man who gets his 10,000 steps in by looking for his car keys, John Mihalik. John, me too, samesies. Boop, twins. Hey, everybody, welcome to Whole World Improv Theater, the podcast. I'm John Mihalik, and we're going to continue our exploration into education and improv with my great co-host, the artistic director of Whole World Improv Theater, Mr. Chip Powell. Yo, what's up? Hey. 26 years ago, I was hired as the student program director for Whole Mm -hmm. World Improv Theater, where I had to put together five classes of 25 people for our current main stage to do a six-month training program. We put ads in Creative Looping. Okay. We did all kinds of craziness to audition these people. And we filled up with 25 people, five classes. And that's how I started my job here at Whole World. That's a lot of people, 25 It was a lot. It was a lot. And back then I was smart enough to think that, oh, I'll have, I had my own office down in our other space. And I thought (laughs) I'll have office hours and I'll meet with the students and I'll greet the students and we will make things happen. And then I immediately learned to not have office hours for students because (laughs) (laughs) there was a lot of craziness going on back then. But uh, I passed the torch to Emily Riley Russell and became the assistant artistic director here. Mm -hmm. And at that time, Emily took over the program. I had tried kids programming and did not do very well with kids. (laughs) So Emily was able to bring that element in. So everybody welcome Emily Riley Russell and David Owen, our current associate director to the show today. Hey, hey. I'll fill it in with applause in post. (laughs) (laughs) Please. So Emily, we'll start with you. So when it was handed off to you and you became the student program director, what was it like starting that out? Did you continue it or did you start making some changes right away in the Um, format of the classes? When I took over the student program, I had no training in teaching and that made me nervous. I I was excited to do it and I knew I could, you know, I had my repertoire, my knowledge of improv was pretty broad at that time, but I wanted to have a syllabus to teach by. Mm -hmm. I worked with Webster, our artistic director at the time, to get that created because it was a six-month program. And the way that it was taught, um, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, Chip, but 
it was very much paralleling what we were going through as main stagers. The basics were certainly taught, but the lessons of what was happening right then and there, that was what was being taught. So it was always just super relevant to what was happening with the company. But then you also really have to have that foundation work. And the foundation work was also something like, I mean, Chip and I, every time we went to rehearsal, there would be some really, you know, awesome meat and potatoes for sure. But we were working just two-person scenes. And yes, Andy, just the basics over and over and over again, which was awesome. So I felt like we just needed to get that on paper. So that I'm teaching the same thing that Chip is teaching, which is the same thing that they're teaching, which is the same thing. I wanted consistency across all boards rather than it being my interpretation and their interpretation, because you're going to get that anyway. But I just wanted some consistency. So we got the lesson plan down. Then we added the advanced games program because people needed a, after the six months, there just needed to be another level. And we got that going. And then there wasn't a children's program. And actually, it was one of my cousins who said, why don't you do a camp program? And that's just completely how the kids program was developed after that. We just like, yeah, okay, let's try camp. And then it just like gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And you did it all with the framework of our beginner program for adults. You know, we just, it's all the same lessons. Just maybe some games might be a little bit different for kids. When you talk about basics, obviously, you know, the yes anding is one of the basics. What were some of the other basics that you started out in um, the basic program? Yeah, this is what I love, like the experientialness of the improv program, really being aware of your surroundings. One of the exercises, walking around the stage, not making eye contact with your partners yet, but you're walking around the stage and you're touching things on the stage calling them things that they are not. So, you know, I'm touching the wall, but it's an elephant. You're getting the creativity because we work in a black box. So anything can be anything. So it was just introducing that step, getting people to see things creatively. And then, you know, once we did that, it was the eye contact and the eye contact, no words, once again, just eye contact and saying hello with your eyes, that work of don't act with your face. Don't use your face. Don't, you know, happy. You know, we weren't clowns. It was acting training. So really approaching it as actors first and that eliminated that whole yuck yuckness, you know, the, the yuck yuck, huck, 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 you know, <laughs> of the comedy. I think laying the groundwork for really good acting and having the patience, you know, that six month program was such a breath of really getting to live in the lessons. Some people work faster than others, but everybody was on a wave together learning from each other and the ensemble with that time and that attention to detail of the actor first, that attention really brings in the ensemble. You know, every class at the end of the six months, they are like this little family. 
then they go in advanced games or they fold in as an apprentice and they're with their family, but then they're with a new ensemble and that family kind of grows. I like that process. I like our process of being actors first because I think people, they do think, oh, I'm going to an improv company and I'm going to take classes and it's going to be a comedy class. It'll be funny. We know that we're funny people, but um, it's not necessarily the requirement that every scene has to be hilarious. As long as you're moving the audience and you're moving each other emotionally and having an experiential, emotional journey, then that's the theater. That's the theater that we want. That's the art of it. You've been listening to people talk about improv, so why not try it yourself? Whole World Improv Theater has in-person improv classes for beginners and seasoned actors alike. No prior experience is needed. Our class program is eight weeks long and full of people just like you who want to learn and have a lot of fun. Just check out our website to learn more or sign up. The website is wholeworldtheater.com, and that's theater with an R-E at the end, because we're fancy. We have been here a long time and you develop a core curriculum for 101, 201, 301, and 401. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about the transition from 101 to 401 and what's the thought process that goes behind it? Yeah, the 101 program was introducing being a good actor and scene partner first. So it's really focusing on the very basics, which is the experiential acting and the learning to yes and. Also leveling the playing field, no matter if you've had a lot of experience in acting and comedy or none at all. We're really putting a lot of emphasis on building the ensemble and building the ensemble player. Because like I said, they come from a lot of different areas and they come in with these preconceived notions of what it is that we do. We have to realign those expectations because it's whole world improv theater. (laughs) So um, once we develop that really good form within the program, right now we're doing an eight-week program, and that's about how much time we would have spent in a six-month program, uh, maybe a little bit less, but we would, you know, kind of marinate those good ideas in the very beginning and focus on that excellent scene work and being an excellent scene partner. And then once we develop the good form, we move into 201, which is now going to be introducing some different games. And we want to have the acting games like emo spot, emotion spot, so that now we're actually catering to each student and telling them, we're going to give you the emotion now. Because in 101, they kind of got to play in where maybe they were comfortable and we challenged them. Now we're laying it on and really exercising the different muscles of the emotions. So that's just one game, but then also like that's where we'll introduce the buzzer or I wish I had said. That's a really good foundational game. So we'll do more of the foundation work in 201 of games. So how do you keep the game going, knowing that the focus is really the scene, the relationship of what's going on between the two partners, the building of the atmosphere, 
always keeping all of these things. We're just now layering a little game on top of it. So it's an easing in 201. 301, we're going to start really expanding that awareness. We've got these really great layers right here, but now we're going to get into some more complex games. And perhaps even we've been working in two-person games. Now we're going to bring in a new partner, which is a whole nother awareness of which they have not been playing with before. So a lot of going back again to the basics, because now I've got this partner and this partner that I'm taking care of, and maybe even a fourth. So 301 is really expanding your awareness and keeping all of the things going and playing a little bit more of a complex game. 401 is now you've got all of those things going, and now we're really going to start working on some chops. And chops meaning like things that you're going to work on outside of class, like your impersonations or your dialects, Shakespeare, anything that you're going to have to do a little steady work on the outside, we're going to refine it in class and help you to be jamming, you're going to have a pretty good repertoire of chops by the time you graduate so that when you do complete the entire program, you're an improviser. I mean, you've got an arsenal of games that you can do. You've expanded your awareness to include more than one partner, which is huge. And then you've got some chops. I think it takes a long time for an actor to really, really get good and comfortable and have a huge arsenal. I think it takes a lot of time. And I think most of us really feel our power as improvisers around year four or five of consistently performing on stage. I think that that's when we all go, wow, you know what? I've been doing this. I think I got, you know, you start feeling like got this a lot in my box, <laughs> in my toolbox here. And you can start speaking it and you can start teaching it. It's just that progression. So we've had chops, we've had toolbox, we've had yuck, yuck. These are all yeah. technical terms. Emilyisms. Emilyisms. I'm going to have to put a glossary in the notes. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. That. For sure. <laughs> you have to speak, Emily. That's um, something that Elizabeth King came up with. <laughs> you have to be able to speak, Emily. <laughs> Major support for Whole World Improv Theater is provided by the Atlanta Mayor's Office of Cultural Affairs, where beautiful people bring you the arts while surrounded by singing birds and fairies. They must have us mistaken for something like Shakespeare in the Park. Or the vagina monologues. Vagina. Uh, Emily. I know things have been evolving. You know, we touched on that. We moved off of the six-month programs into the eight-week blocks. Where do you see the program going first for the adults and the kids? What's the future like in your mind? Um, I love the class program the way it is right now. I love the 101 through 401 concept. And I think that the student, we always try to cater to what the students want. That's why we changed it from the six-month program to this, because people were like, oh, my God. There was a time when that really worked because it was hugely successful. Then there started to be like, well, we want it faster. I'm not interested in going to a 401. So we had a lot of people that really just want 
improv to just maybe be a better communicator at their job or for different reasons. Not everybody wants to be an improviser. So you'll see now that the 101 and the 201 formats tend to have the higher population of students. And then as you go down to three and 401, that's where the cream separates from the milk. Those are the people that really want more. And we're able to still customize our 301 and our 401s. It's not just like a written thing and you just do it. We can really customize these programs to the people that we have. A lot of our apprentices even take classes 301s and 401s over again because there's such a great deep dive into the more advanced stuff or the chops. And what we're doing in those classes Just like in the old days, we mirror what is main stage? What is the company going through? What breakthrough have we made in these areas that we can share in these 301 and 401 learning experiences? So all of that still continues to happen. And we've been doing improv for so long. We do continue to have these real like breakthroughs. And then we know oh, wow, now we can teach this faster. Now we know how to communicate it. Now we know the buttons. You know, the more we do it, the better we get and the more efficient we get. So I don't imagine we would ever make these classes any shorter, but I do love when we expand on, we call it the electives. Like you want to go on a deep dive for character work, you know, we've got the right person for the job to teach it. And those classes, they might be four weeks, they could be six weeks, they could be eight weeks, depending on what it is the instructor or whatever we as a company really want to take a deep dive in. So the electives are super exciting for improvisers that really want to go further into something. I think I would like to see maybe more musical because musicals are really one of the things that separate whole world from any other thing that's going on here in the city. We do a lot of musicals. We do a lot of character work. I mean, I know Chip loves it. I know we all love our musicals. So I'd like to see more of that and maybe like even a specialty in like hip hop or rap. You know, I'd love to see that because that's just one of the things that's such a crowd pleaser and it's such a actor pleaser. When you nail it, you feel really good, you know? So I think I'd like to see something like that. And then for people to come to us and tell us what it is they want, we build it. It's like, if you build it, they will come. That is what we do, but it does come from the company members or it comes from our inspiration. There's a demand for it and we will produce it. Well, and I think that, you know, with everything that we do, a couple of things I want to hit on while we wrap this up. My 101 just started. I've got writers, I've got performers on television shows, I've got corporate, I've got a wide range of variety of folks Mm -hmm. that walk in that need improv to help them with everyday life, if not their craft or their performance. That's all the time we have for this week. Join us next week when we talk with David Owen about summer camps, tough students, and one of the most important lessons in improv and life, no judgment. Until then, we'll see you next week. 
Thanks for listening to the Whole World Improv Theater Podcast. We were told not to cuss so much so kids could listen. Those people obviously haven't heard all the rest of the explicit stuff we've covered. Ooh, my first Whole World class show. Oh my gosh. I can't believe you guys let me get away with the stuff I said on stage. Man, but I'm thankful for that. The Whole World Improv Podcast is a production of Whole World Improv Theater in association with Headspace Industries. The executive producer, writer, and propagator of Deportment is Chip Powell. And John Mihalik does stuff. All right. <sighs> Three straight weeks of humility under the credits. I think he's lulling me into a false sense of security or, like, doing some reverse psychology on me so I can't insult him. Original music by The Gentle Readers. Please help support this podcast by liking, subscribing, and leaving us a review. We totally do the same for your podcast. Whole World Improv Theater is a 501c3 nonprofit theater. Please support by donating at our website, wholeworldtheater.com. And remember, it's tax deductible. So take that money and go on a shopping spree at Dollar General. Additional writing and voiceover from me, Kate Arlo, also known as Slappy Face McGee. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Awesome. Anytime. All That's right. Great. All right. And see. And see. <laughs> Good. I can finally rip that. Fart. I've been holding. Woo! it. I've been holding yeah, it. Let in. that fart go, girl. Let Seriously. it go. It's probably all that cheese you ate last night. <laughs> <laughs>